guys, welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, welcome to the podcast for the very first time. For the old school ones that's been here for a while, thanks for joining in. Thanks for sticking around and listening. And um, if you're in any kind of danger, hang the podcast up. Don't listen. Dial 911. Um, If you need any assistance, if you're a survivor or a victim even, and you just need to talk to someone, call the number for the National Domestic Violence Hotline number. It is 1-800-799-7233. Again, that number is 1-800-799-7233. Yeah. Hey, everyone. (laughs) I guess everyone's kind of wondering where I've been, and um, I've been kind of MIA for the past few weeks. And I was hospitalized because I'm having some difficulties, but it's okay. I'm all right. I've got to make a very, very important decision after the first year and find a specific surgeon in the state of Alabama that can perform a pretty um, invasive surgery. Um, So that's all I'm going to say about it. I don't want to really get into too many details and don't want to scare anyone because I know I've been kind of like on the edge and was kind of scared, but I was in the hospital for a few days and I'm out now and leading up to those two days being hospitalized, I was actually sick. So I didn't do a whole lot of recording and I didn't even do any lives on Facebook. I just kind of laid around and just, you know, tried my best just to feel good you know so when you don't feel good sometimes you just don't feel like talking and um but i'll let you guys in on a little bit of what's going on with me this month of course everyone knows that october has been domestic violence awareness month and for this uh month that we were just in today of course is november the first we're out of october but domestic violence awareness month uh was a pretty big month for me i was um actually put in a couple of articles, one for the um, Turning Point of Alabama, and uh, actually today I was putting another one for a local newspaper. They did an article and a write-up about me in the podcast, and I want to say another place, a couple of friends that are advocates on Facebook, they also did articles and, you know, write-ups about me in the podcast, and um, I also was on a talk show, and I think that you know, all of y'all listened to the podcast about the radio show, and it was a success, and Rhonda was so sweet, and she used to be an anchor at one of the news stations down here in Alabama, so whenever we got finished with the radio show, she actually asked me to come back maybe for another hour or so and do an actual another show with her um, because she had several guests at the time, and we didn't really get to talk in depth about a lot of things but I'm very excited about that and I'm kind of hoping that me and her can get back in contact and talk about some more things that's coming up uh because I've got some pretty exciting things that I hope um that I can talk to y'all guys about but I don't want to like give it away right now it's still a month ahead of time um I should be knowing something probably by the first of next month okay But anyways, um, I'm looking at the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence website right now. The reason I'm looking at that website is because if you're a survivor and, or if you're, you know, a victim, 
uh, just whatever the case may be, uh, this is a good source, resource for you, as is the National Domestic Violence Hotline uh, website. These are some very good resources that you can go check out. You can become a member. Um, the membership's kind of pricey. If you are a survivor and you just want, like, you know, a individual membership, the membership's $119. Uh, you can get all the webinars that are available to you, and that's with certificates. You can print them out uh, on your printer if you have one at home. And then, you know, of course, they've got the associate membership, and that's for organizations, and the affiliate membership, and that's for, like, government agencies and nonprofits and corporations. It's for the bigger organizations for domestic violence. But um, anyway, I just kind of wanted to come on here for just a few minutes. I did want to make this a very long podcast because, well, I say that I didn't want to make it a long podcast, but since I haven't been on here quite a while, I think that I will say a few things to y'all. And number one, I, I, I want to tell y'all that I appreciate every one of you for listening to this podcast um, because, you know, I know how difficult it is to get online and listen to podcasts and really be engaged by someone and what they're talking about, you know, and whether it's interesting or whether it isn't, it's just you have to listen to that person's voice carry on and on, you know, and sometimes maybe they're not talking about something that you're that interested in, but I can reassure you that domestic violence is something that I take very seriously, and, uh, you know, whenever you don't, you stop talking, domestic violence just kind of like, it's still there, and it, then it's more it's more pronounced, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you stop talking about it, and you make it a silent thing, then that's what makes that stigmatism on it, is there's that stigmatism, like, um, that it's a taboo thing, you know what I mean? But if more people gather around the problem and start speaking up more about domestic violence, then we can get more done and more accomplished. The laws need to change. We need to get the registration. Tina's law needs to go into effect in this state and every state in the United States. Um, We need Tina's law because what it is is a registry for sex not for sex offenders, um, but it's like a sex offenders registry. That's what I meant to say. Um, What it is, is if you have committed an act, a violent act against a woman, then you will be put on a registry. So it's for um, domestic violence offenders to have to register just like a sex offender would. So that's something that I would really, I mean, that's at the top of my list to talk to some of the leaders down here in Alabama about and try to have that pushed because we really need that law to pass. That's a very important law. And some of the big, bigger, organi- so one of the organizations, I think there was a domestic violence organization, said that it would be against the victim's HIPAA rights and all this bunch of stuff. No, it's not going to be against anyone's HIPAA rights because... How's it going to even affect? It's going to save lives. Ultimately, for a woman to know, okay, let me look up, let's say, John Doe. And I'm not going to say any names. I'll just say John Doe. 
and he was violent previously. Well, she's going to know not to get involved with that man. That's going to be something that she's not going to do. And I'm pretty sure that along with that law, there's some more laws that's going to be that needs to be passed in order to help protect women and children against domestic violence. We need these laws to pass. You know, we've got Brittany's law that needs to pass. We have so many laws. I mean, I could just sit and go on and on about the laws, but I won't do that. Um, but seriously, it's just, it's just, it mumfuzzles me that no more gets done in no states. It's just like victims, victims don't have rights like they should. Um, I see so many people that get put in jail and prison for the smallest things like marijuana. To me, that's a small thing. Um, yes, it's against law, and you know I'm, I'm not saying go out here and break the law and get caught with marijuana. I'm just saying um, you can see someone that went down for a joint, um, they're, they've been put in jail, but you'll see someone that's been violent toward a woman that's in jail that gets out on bond right away. Or, you know, they don't get sent to prison, but that person with that joint, they're going to get sent to prison. Um, I just think that the laws are jacked up and that we need some help. And um, our leaders need to do a better job with passing the laws. But um, I don't know how y'all feel about that. But that's something that I'm strongly, strongly, um, uh, um, you know, wanting to happen is for these laws to pass. But anyway, I kind of wanted to talk about something that happened this past month. It happened um, probably about two or three weeks ago, and I didn't get a chance to come on and do a podcast because at the time I was down, you know, under the weather, and I didn't come on and talk about this. But let me just tell you what happened. I have a fr- I had a friend. I didn't really know this girl, but she lives in the state of Alabama, and um, she lives a good little ways away from me, you know what I mean? Like down, like probably about three or four hours, I'd say, something like that. Maybe, maybe not that far, maybe two hours, maybe an hour and a half, I don't know. Anyway, um, she was selling makeup. I won't say the makeup brand's name. I'm not going to like out them like that because it wasn't their fault. And um, anyway, she had a picture of a woman on her Facebook and this woman had a black eye. And when I was scrolling through the, the comments or through my time feed or whatever, uh, news feed or whatever on Facebook, I saw that picture. And I thought to myself, why would that girl have this lady on here with a black eye? And she was promoting her foundation. And she was bragging about how great the foundation, because she had a before and an after picture. The before picture had a, had a black eye, the girl did, and the after picture, there was no black eye there. I got so offended by that picture. Now, call me um, so, super sensitive, uh, call me what you want to call me, um, but there was no backstory written as to why this girl had a black eye and why she was using this foundation to cover up this girl's black eye. Now, um, if she would have posted this on any group, domestic violence uh, group for survivors, victims, whatever, and what have you, 
she would have offended and had hundreds of people at her doorstep asking her, why? Why would you do this? So, anyway, um, as a survivor of domestic violence, I just thought that that was very inappropriate, and I thought she should have had a backstory to have said, look, this girl, blah, 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 this happened to her because in the comment section, not only did I say something, but of course she got offended whenever I came up and asked her about it. Um, another lady that was a survivor also, and it was one of her friends that was a survivor, she said, okay, why does she have a black eye? And that's the only thing we did was ask the question. And the girl just went ballistic. She just got irritable. Now, you know me, and she kept telling me that I knew her, that I knew her better than this. And I mean, I barely knew the girl. I've only known her for a few months because, like I said, I had added her on my Facebook. She was a makeup salesman, and she was trying to continually get me to sell makeup for her and wear that brand. And, you know, I was not interested. So, anyway... Um, it, it all came down to the end of the conversation and some of her friends come on there and accuse me of bullying her. It just become a bunch of drama and it come and it got blown out of proportion on her end and her friend's end. And I thought, oh, I, I'm not going to deal with this. So I just blocked her, deleted it, blocked it because I didn't want any drama. But that was inappropriate for what she had done because she did not, like I said, she never labeled the picture. She claimed the girl had gotten hit by a softball, but she had a makeup line saying that this was how wonderful this foundation was, that it had covered up this black eye. And I just found it inappropriate for Facebook or for her to post that without saying the girl got hit with a softball, blah, blah, blah. Um, but anyway, I just want to know your opinion. What What do you think? Would you have got offended by that? Or was that just the survivor and advocate in me? <laughs> so, but anyway, I, I, that's what I wanted to come on here and talk about tonight. And, um, but yeah, sound off. If you can, send me a message on here. And if you want to send a message on Anchor, what you'll have to do is you'll have to download the Anchor app, send me a message. You can delete the app and it's, I mean, the app is totally for free. So if you download it on your phone and you don't want to keep it on there, you can absolutely delete it. But if you want to just put it on there, download it, send a message, and then delete it, that would be great. Um, just whatever you want to do, but it's totally free. But um, anyway, guys, I just wanted y'all to know that I'm okay, and that's what I wanted to talk about tonight. And so I'm going to get off here because I know I'm kind of probably about 15 minutes in now. Let me look and see. Um Nah, yeah, I'm about 15 minutes in. So I'm going to let you guys go. And um, remember to know that you're worth it. Look in the mirror and tell yourself you're beautiful. And if nobody's told you today, I love you. So take care, and I will talk to you on the next podcast. Bye, everyone.